Hey guys, this is Harrison from Three Fish and a Percolator. Um, we haven't released a new episode for about a, two, almost two months now. Actually, it had it one hundred percent has been two months now, and I'm so sorry. Some stuff came up in our lives professionally that made us uh, all lose um, some free time, and by all of us, I specifically mean me. Um, and so we had to stop recording for a little bit. But this episode that you're about to listen to, we recorded before. Um, all this stuff came up and we're also going to be coming out with another new episode next week too. So we'll be back on to hopefully the same track again. Sorry about that. If you've been wondering what happened to us. So yeah, enjoy this episode. I heard this. I heard it at Disney World too. Yeah. This exact version. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And once I heard it once, cause Sarah was like, listen, and I was like, you Not this know. version, but the, just the first part. Without knowing, I know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it is Disney. So. Although Disney... Twin Peaks is originally on ABC. Which is owned by Disney. Uh-huh, so technically it's a Disney production. Are so Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, isn't uh, The Straight Story a Disney movie? Yeah, yeah. So, they, so David Lynch has connections. It's David Lynch's 1999 film hmm. um, with uh, Sissy Spacek and uh, what's his name? That's me peeing as I'm thinking about it. Is it good? It's it's, it's PG, and huh. he, he says it's his most abstract PG, film, which is the most David Lynch thing he could oh, say really? about it. That's awesome. I mean, I think it's it's definitely, from any other person's perspective, it's the most straightforward film he ever made, easily. Um, it's really good and make you cry and it's incredibly wholesome. That's cool. So, welcome back to Three Fish and a Percolator. My name is Harrison Kilford. I'm joined by my three wonderful guests. Ayo. McKay Fritz, who is finally back. The I'm prodigal back. son has returned. Mm-hmm. Bradford Taylor, who's also here with me. Yeah. And McKenna Guttery, who's joining us by, via Zoom. What? Oh, uh, do I sound weird? No, you'll, you'll sound fine. Great. The way I'll edit it together will make it sound like you're over Zoom, but as loud as us. Love it. It's like every podcast I had an interview for the past year. It's just like everyone's just like got to take the L of having just just Zoom yeah, quality yeah, audio. Yeah. Or every time Quinn Tarantino would Zoom into a podcast, he would do it off an iPad in like the most echoey room possible. <laughs> I'd be like, "You've done four of these now, dude. Like, can you not you like just go out. into a room with carpet? Like, I feel it's- like that has to be on purpose. He's just kind of an a hole." <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to Quentin Tarantino from McKenna. <laughs> he knows that. Shout out to Quentin Tarantino. Thank you for sponsoring today's podcast. I love, I love them. It's the same thing with the lead singer of Modest Mouse. He's yeah. Sweet. Did any of you listen to the new album? They came out with a new album? Yeah, last week. They came out with a new album in 2015. Um, yeah. Lampshade on Fire was one, the single off of it. Uh-huh. I didn't like the album. I love the song Lampshade on Fire. Yeah. And then they said that that was going to be like the first of three. Uh-huh. And then nothing else came out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Here's my theory. I feel like Modest Mouse is becoming a Weezer of sorts, where it's like they've been around of forever. Themselves. Yeah. And they're just like yeah. becoming, like, they'll come out with, at least with what they've been doing recently, they'll come out with like an album and it will have like three really good songs and the rest will just be garbage. Exactly. That's rough. Yeah. I mean, I, I only like gotta, some. <laughs> that's the thing, though. I feel like I got to say. I, I love musicians, and there's so many musicians that are very talented, and I we spend time yeah. with people that make music. Yeah. But the fact that, like, that can be a career, they're like, made three good songs this time, the rest <laughs> of them are bad. Yeah. I probably spent, like, a day or two on yeah. most of those. Yeah. And it's like, it's like I'm done. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're done for a couple of years. That's why it frustrates me, because I think being a musician, is, it just has to be something you're just born with, and it just seems yeah. so natural. They're like... Yeah, here, eat, eat this. Like, I don't care if a lot of the songs are shitty, I'll get paid. Or you think mm. about, like, Migos and their second album, Culture 2. They admitted that over half the songs that they did on that, they made in 25 minutes. That's yeah. so funny. I know, and it's very obvious. Okay, yeah. but mm. we can remember that Hans Zimmer... Wait, not Hans Zimmer. Wait, who is are that? Are you I, it up right I say now? that? I don't know. Uh, whoever wrote The Messiah, why did I say Hans Zimmer? Oh, uh, um, oh, fetch. Uh, Handel? It's Hans someone, isn't it? Handel, Handel, that's, Handel, yeah, that's Handel. You were so close, Kenna. Handel wrote the Messiah in literally like a week, and it's like incredible. Mm. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Mm. I know. Like, 
crazy. Stevie Nicks wrote, she said she wrote Landslide in like, or one of those songs in like five minutes after like an argument or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Landslide's like the best. Or like how uh, McCartney wrote his first solo album all in like a barn. A little bit more believable. Like, I, <laughs> pet sounds. I was like, I don't, I don't doubt that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Kenna, how's Arizona doing for you? It's spicy. All right, good. Do you want to talk about Thomas Eckhart? Yeah, I actually do. Um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about Jose. I don't care about Jose. Now, who here completely understands the relationship between Andrew Packard and Thomas Eckhart? Uh. The business they mentioned they had business relationships. Wait, right. no, 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 no. Um, I remember this because Andrew. Are they, those new glasses? Yeah, they're new glasses. I like them. I like them a lot. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Andrew knew they were in the lumber industry. Yes. Andrew knew lumber, and Thomas knew Hong Kong. Yep. And they had a falling out of sorts. They don't explain they it really well. Like they they don't. could have almost been the same character. Yeah, if they didn't need to make another weird relationship between yeah. the two of them, yeah, they're what they're trying to like scam something. They, they so Josie, Josie, I'm pr- it so feels like they Andrew just fell in love one with bad Josie. guy, yeah. but they're like, we've got two bad yeah. guys, and they're both here, and they're both old and white. <laughs> also, I feel like I feel like we should fight and crime, and they're, they're two brothers. brothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we need to start a counter for old men who have. Uh, unrealistically attractive assistant slash girlfriends. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because Thomas. Well, has... you got the redhead beauty. She's just carrying yeah, the metal. Yeah, but for she's that. just. She's just. They talk about it. She's just filled with sexual energy, which and they, nobody can resist it. One more time, can Doctor Jacoby, who is a man who works in the medical field and should speak in non-vague terms. Was he getting down with the redhead? Because he said, I've spent 24 hours with her, and I've enjoyed like every minute of it. And he's talking not about all this. And I'm like, are you, what are you trying to say here? Because he's like, she's full of sexual energy. And it's That's like, well, how would you know? so weird. How would you know? The weirdest part is how she just sits there and lets, the, like, lets Dr. Yeah. Jacoby say all these things Because it like, raises the question of, like, is this, is she proud of this, or has this been put upon her? Does she just support it after it's been it's put upon her? It's just more of the perpetual nonsense that is the episodes between the good and yeah. the good episodes <laughs> yeah. of this season. I imagine she graduated from high school. A character. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, it's like she graduated from high school, someone was like, hey, you're hot, and she's like, I'll be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We already have our honorary hot girl, and it's Audrey. Yeah, it's true. I know. We There's got so a lot many hot, of hot girls, girls in the show. I'm a fan yeah. of adding more hot girls to the show. But only if they make Fine, sense. Fine, but like, I don't like her style. If they say anything, she never speaks. But here's the thing. She Audrey is, I would say, Audrey is the most dynamic character of Twin Peaks, and Shelly's the one that makes me the most sad. Mm. Where like, when everything, something happens to Shelly, I'm just like... Yeah. I, I want to, like, give half my salary to her and just mm-hmm. help her, like, ha- have a good future because she's, she's never done anything wrong. What? I want to give her half my salary. Yeah, I'll give her half my salary because <laughs> I hate salary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give you all my salary. Should be a good crop this year. You're not getting any of my money, though. When she goes to Norma and she's like, can I work here? I feel safe here. It, that's, like, a, that's a sad, that is, rough yeah. moment. That Especially really if you feel sad. safe working at the same place that Hank works. I know, right? Right. They're like crouched underneath like the counter as they're having this conversation. I love how we haven't seen Hank in forever, and they're just like, he's going to jail. Like they're just like, well, t- Nadine beat the crap out of him, oh, and that's it. And yeah. then and Nadine basically for as much as you hate him, not like he's a good character to hate. I don't have to hate new people Here, now, do okay, I? Now uh, here's I'm about to I'm about to bring up something that I feel like is gonna be controversial. Hmm. Leo Johnson. The show made me miss Hank. What the hell did you just do to I make know, me right? miss yeah. Hank? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of scenes You're in blowing. these two episodes where I'm just kind of like, oh, my heavens, this is this is vegetables. <laughs> this is not fun to go this through. This is celery. Yeah, this is, exactly, it's half my celery. It's half my celery. But uh, it's I... It's worse than vegetables. It's because it's like, it doesn't even, it's not even good for you. Watching yeah. this isn't good for you. It's no, like, yeah. What is it? It's like the, a bad... It's just garbage. It's like a bad meat. Like a bad overcooked meat that you and have to eat. You can't wait for the episode where you just get to shoot yeah. all this out the back of you. Yeah, and have exactly. It <laughs> have it over with. Like you have to get that's through so it. True. You just have to get through that it. That is. That's a really good. Bad meat. That's really good. It smells like meat. It smells like rotten meat. meat. <laughs> we forgot the you weenies. Stinky, <laughs> we forgot the weenies. What is that? 
That's from seminary. <laughs> um, I want to meet that dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me about your dad. Tell me about your dad. So stupid. So Leo Johnson's a terrible person. The last month of his life has been truly awful, and I feel bad for him. And now, in the way of like a wife beater, killer, drug user, rapist, I—that's—it's quite the rap sheet he got against him. Let the record show that Harrison is a rapist sympathizer. No, no, no! I'm a Leo Johnson sympathizer, only to the point where he woke up from a coma and then got stabbed in the ankle, and now he's like Wyndham Earl's puppet. It's like, just send him to prison. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. let him be there. He doesn't need to be tortured like this. Yeah, so. I know. I'm I'm kind of on the same page. It gets where I'm worse just for like, Leo Johnson. I it would. I wish he. <laughs> it the, starts here. And then I wish he would just die. Like I know. Like him being turned in. Like him in the wheelchair yeah. is bad enough. But then that's only the beginning for this poor dude. Yeah. Like, well, okay. So you think about how Shelley had to use to force feed him in the wheelchair, and then Wyndham Earl is force feeding him. It's yeah. almost like he's like, this is just how I have to it's live. He went from this, like, I'm used to this. He, he's right. Treated, Which, he turns into like Frankenstein's monster in this. Like he's just like, that was their, the, the, the archetype they wanted to turn him into with Wyndham Earl. Like this, he's just the stupid assistant. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I agree. Oh, and it feels so dumb. Yeah. And I've seen memes where it's like, Wyndham Earl carrying season two on his back. No, not my opinion. Wyndham Earl bending over this. Season. Here's here's yeah, how gross. So, I feel like Wyndham Earl when he's introduced at the end of the first episode we watched. Yeah, it's like, oh, who's this guy? And then yeah. everything he does in that second episode is like, Oof. this is this is bananas in a bad way. It yeah, like it's a, a, it feels like they're trying to. Here's. I feel like they try to make Wyndham Earl like this Moriarty yes. type villain. Yes. Yeah. And Where, then it turns out he's no, he's like a really bad version of the Riddler. Because yeah. it's like you couldn't do that badly without knowing you were I know. doing it badly. Yeah. I know. It feels like they're making it stupid. On it's her. not. It's not no. the actor's it feels fault. It's like a Pink Panther like villain or like some yeah. weird cartoon episode where it's like there's like this mastermind that's just like a total dingus like it feels like it's yeah. he's like a kim possible villain yeah it's like it, it's because the first scene you see him in in that second episode which yeah. is a, i'm pretty sure it's called slaves and masters yes is he's like jumping around in like in like a like a onesie and it's just so bizarre because i'm like this is not the same guy who's wearing a suit playing yeah. chess the last episode hiding in the yeah. shadows well and the way he's set up is so mysterious like the way they talk like they talk about um their backstory and stuff like uh-huh. the way this is set up with Cooper and like it being involved with him is so interesting for them to just completely blow it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the way, the way they set him up, he should have been this like cold calculated, like aloof sort of killer. But yeah. instead, they make him into you know, like you said, like he's like he's a clown. The Riddler. Yeah. yeah, he's, like, yeah he's, like, like, he's like the Riddler in the like, just... 60s version of the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't like him very much. I, but I will say he is one of the better parts of these episodes. At which least it's something. Is, yeah. he, he doesn't have a lot of confidence. For, yeah, I was going to say, he's really going for it, which makes it something to watch. Yeah. Like, I'll put my phone down during those parts. Yeah. But um, not that I'm, I'm on my phone the whole time, but if Josie and Thomas Ecker are on the screen, I just check out. Yeah. But um, it, you know what's interesting is that this watch, I've been more into the Evelyn Marsh storyline. Because of the one hilarious moment. I hate <laughs> Why'd you do it? We can't hear it. I'll play it again. Kenna, did you love this moment? In which moment are you referring to? Why'd you do it? Him walking... He walks through a sliding door with... It bumps into it and then half effort says... Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? <laughs> after everything. Wait, is and then he just keeps he walking. Back? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do okay, it? Okay, so... He, like, leaves her, but then he working, comes back. He's working on the car. Okay. He's being like... Jeffrey Marsh is not a threat. No. That guy is not a threat. That guy, <laughs> that guy likes to grill. First of all, they make him look like a five-year-old with, like, his shelf of, like, toy cars, and then yeah. it cuts to his real cars. He's got, like, that scarf on. He's like, I'm getting to my ride. Hey, James, how's it going? Doesn't look like a threat at all. He gets in the car. Then we the, watch the Evelyn. The crasher all scream. And she's just like, tisk tisk. That's funny. it. We don't get to see the crasher or anything. It's funny because, like, the way Are we I supposed think. to believe he's, like, dead at that point? I, right? Like, yeah. They don't really see anything else. But then James is just like, why did you make me do this? Like, I feel bad. I can't decide whether or not, like, 
the crash sound effect is supposed to be like some foreshadowing, like artistic choice about what's to come. Yeah, or, or if it the guy just straight up drives out of the driveway and gets into a nothing crash. on her face <laughs> gives the idea that she's reacting to anything. It's just yeah. Looking off. Also, yeah, I actually didn't even consider that it, it could be happening right then because I also thought I was like, oh, that's just like foreshadowing, maybe what she wants to happen. Because it sounds yeah. like echoey in her mind. She's just kind of like, I think I think that's the way they intend in it. Head. It's just a small little, little Nicky. Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> little Nicky. Little Nicky. Which I'm so glad that that storyline was just like uh, abandoned. I am. It too. was re- it was revisited in the first episode. In the they second episode, they're like, whatever, the whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the <sighs> the slaves and masters. The second episode that we watched. Yeah. I think that's this is the episode where they start to crawl out of the hole. Um, in more, my opinion, more so, more well, or less. They wrap up they they wrapped up the Evelyn Marsh storyline. Yeah. And they're wrapping up all these other stories. Ra- yeah, like, they okay, wrapped up, rid of this. They wrapped up Evelyn Marsh. They wrapped up Little Nikki, and they're starting. How many more episodes to wrap up? Like this, because I feel like we're almost over the. Yeah, like I think we have hump. two more, maybe four more. <sighs> I think I was like 17? four more. What is it? Um, I don't remember where we are exactly. It's literally. Yeah, but I actually didn't think that these ones were that bad. Like. Mm. No, they they were very soap opera. Last two were rough. Last two were mm. really bad. They lean into the the absurdity of it. In well, these two. how did you? Okay, so the second episode was directed by, a Academy Award winner Diane Keaton. Oh wow! What were you guys' mm. thoughts on Diane, on the second episode's direction with the giant chess pieces? <laughs> And then there's one part where it's like they're playing chess. It's like katunk with every single chess piece. And then Shelly takes a step on the double R diner floor. It's like kachunk, and then she's walking. <laughs> there are some there are some artistic choices she made that I really liked. Uh-huh. I can't tell if I like when when Evelyn Marsh's brother is shot and she's like wrestling with him and then she like lays on top of him. He's like, he went yeah. crazy. And there's like part of it where it goes slow motion and they like pitch the yeah, vocals yeah, yeah. all the way down. And watching him like this is something. This I is don't wild. know if I like yeah. it or if I, I yeah, don't know if I hate something. it. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's it's something. She's doing it something there. Like I can't imagine getting the script for that episode on your desk and being yeah. like, what the hell am I going yeah, to yeah, do? Yeah, I actually, I had that thought while I was watching the episode. I'm like, these actors, like, props to them. I know. know. Props to, who plays Ben Horn? Uh, Richard Beamer. Bamer. Richard Beamer. Like, props to him. <laughs> or like, and props to, yeah, Diane Keaton uh, as well, because if you've got the guy that it comes up and shows up for his big emotional moment to go why'd you do it then I got vi- do it? I got violent watching <laughs> watching Audrey almost have to be kissed by Bobby for like the third time yeah I forgot that it went on this long I hate that it's awful I hate it's that it's atrocious are you talking about when he's like behind her he's like, yeah and he's like mm, and she's like no well I hate, I hate that it. because like he can't play the bugle <sighs> Here's the thing. I hate it because of Bobby's lack of musical skills. But no, up until this point, like as awful as Bobby is, correct me if I'm wrong. There's no indication of him being like a sleaze. No, no, there's like not. he's, he's actually innocent. He's awful, but he's dedicated to Shelly yeah. and so I hate they're just quick little parts and I don't think I don't even know if the director thought that much about it they're like this is something your character would do but well, like, I feel like they, they thought Bobby's one of the more like dislikable characters so like oh he'd do something yeah like exactly this. but and I'm like, like this is kind of lazy it's not congruous with what yeah. we've well, seen in the and past they're just kind of like uh, we gotta give Audrey something to do Yeah. besides just watch the Civil War thing go down the Civil War thing is the well, actually, we're gonna get to that in two different sections here in a bit. Um, should we start going into the segments? Is there anything else you want to say about these two episodes? Let's do it, mm-hmm. Kenna. No, but um, I have a special guest that would like to say something. All right, get in here. Never mind. That's okay. All right, There's my sister, and she said, Anyway, <laughs> I'm ready to go into the segments. All right, let's uh, oh, we never even went into Twin Peaks, I'll add that later, but um, let's go ahead and head over to well. Should we just skip the red room? There were no supernatural elements as far as There's I'm There's a lot of owls. Yeah, there were a lot of owls, but yeah. I think that was more like think of the screenwriters didn't know. Cut to an owl shot. Cut to an owl. Just put an owl in. Yeah. 
are the supernatural it's like, side well, of Trippie's being completely like they do. Okay, 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 okay. If I were the producer on this show, sorry, I've, I want to let you get to what you're saying. If I was like the, if I was like in charge of the show doing well, like if I was in charge of the ratings of this show, I feel like I'd be like uh, freaking Jeff Bridges and Iron Man. I'd be like, David Lynch was able to build this, this in a cave with, with a box, box of scraps. scraps. And then you hire all these guys to write these episodes. Like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not David Lynch. Also, uh, what were you going to say, McKay? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, before we completely blow past the Red Room, there is one scene with... I like how you're like, blow, just completely disrespect. Just completely, like... Disrespect <laughs> the segment. Before you just trample all over it. Um, there is one scene with General Briggs mm. where he we're talks faints. about... He, and he comes by yeah, yeah that's right and he talks about the White Lodge oh. um, and you don't really learn much from it not really at all um, but it is there it also is there. when they he faints it's like I feel like that's the person writing or pitching this episode like it's there it's there <laughs> it's something I we mean, did it we, we it did sounds something. like so something that in that that scene he, he mm-hmm. comes and faints and he's like apparently dehydrated I don't remember why. Lucy brings him water. It cuts to the next scene. Mm. All three of them, Sheriff Truman Cooper and him, are chugging water. I'm like, those two weren't dehydrated. <laughs> why are they chugging water? I got to say, also, though, I am glad. Secondhand I'm, dehydration. I'm, I'm very glad that in these episodes, they didn't swing that big, you know? Because they yeah. could have ruined it. Right, Everything. right. They could have been like, that oh, is, that this is, is what this point. is about. We're bringing the midget back. Yeah. Like yeah. a little person, I should I, say. That's, that's we're bringing the giant point. in, and he's going to do a new thing, and then we're turning the new red room is blue now. Like, they could have totally um, ruined everything. Can you imagine if they ever changed the color of the red room? They could have gone nuts, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they really that's a really and good point. And they did point. it. They kind of kept even, it. They knew not to touch that stuff. Because they're like, we're not good at this. They're like, this is... Episode 14 of 24, we're just going to... Because when they you, do, well, they almost do blow You kind of like, think about how David Lynch's character is about to come back on the show. It's almost like they're like, oh, we got to clean up before Dad comes home. Yeah, like It's yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, crap. Uh, this is He's not going to like this. Okay, let's head on over to the double R. I love so I loved the scene with... Uh, when... Albert comes back and he hugs Truman. Yeah. That's a brilliant moment. That is kind of, that is tough. Oh, I love that. I actually wrote that down in my notes. Okay, good. <laughs> Don't forget I have it. Don't forget your mind. All right, speaking of, Kenneth's cute Cooper corner. Read him out. Wait, are we going, are we in the corner? We're in the corner right now. Do you not feel it? Okay, well, um... It's like, like this, this isn't cute, cute but I always love to hear anything about Cooper's life. And so when he's talking about Caroline, mm. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to know. About Do you believe the Caroline storyline? Wow, that's great. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't mean that, like, maybe it's false. I just, I've never, like, I've never cared for it. I've just never, because it's like, they introduced as such a good romantic counterpoint to Cooper and then abandon it that's just kind of like anything else I'm just kind of like I don't think so with who Audrey oh yeah well it's like Audrey <laughs> moment of silence please it's like when I first hear about like the stuff with Caroline I'm like ooh something about Cooper in his past true but then when all the like when all the other stuff comes up in the next episode with what's his face um Wyndham yeah it's like I don't really know what happened but yeah that's they blew it that could have been interesting I also think that one of the most interesting things about Cooper is that he comes out of nowhere you know and there's not given like a lot of explanation for where he comes from I think that's what keeps things kind of Mm. like it keeps it kind of mythological when there's not really a lot and he almost doesn't need background yeah you he the way he behaves is kind of like all you need to know and that's all you need to love him he's just an angel yeah he shows up and he's perfect and I kind of, I, and it's only because Kyle MacLachlan performs so well that that but works. That's another thing. I'm glad they didn't screw up. They didn't try to make him like gritty or try well, to make him. Well, what do we, like... what do we think about him in flannel? I love him in flannel. I love I'll him say in it. flannel. But I feel like when he comes back in Feels a suit, wrong. it's just kind of like, ha, ah. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that that was possible. <laughs> All right. I love. Him in I'm just flannel. saying it. I'm okay that they, they're PJs. screwing up Bobby a Wait, little my bit. Cor- my corner isn't over yet. Get cornering, oh, sorry. girl. Get your corner together. I'm literally trying to corner. Kenneth's cute uh, Cooper corner. Should I go into the corner? You can Do if it. you want to. 
All right. <laughs> just kidding. Um, oh, when he's talking to... What's his face? Albert? Truman? Truman. And he's like, I work for you now. You say drink coffee, I'll drink coffee. Yep, like, I love that part. That was so cute. Yep. And then, yeah, when Albert walks in, they all hug. I thought that was really cute. Smelling the coffee when Pete comes in. Yeah. That was cute. That's all I have. We're all out of weenies. <laughs> um, I only I love that part. I only like the chess part with Wyndham Earl. I think chess yeah, with Wyndham Earl is ridiculous, but it gives us Pete more Pete time, yeah. where he's yeah. good at chess, and I'm like, it's worth it. I know. That's me if I knew him. I was I'd be like, I need more Pete time. Okay. Yeah, can you get me yeah. some Pete time? time? I'm a little <laughs> off on Pete time right now. Pete. I need Pete time. Excuse me. Okay. Is that your Pete time? Individual segments. Biggest eye roll of the week. Oh my gosh. I I'm I'm gonna I, I agree with Josie. Well, actually let's think specifically. Oh, yeah. I think my biggest oh I I know what it is. It's it's Jeffrey Marsh rolling off screen and then a crash sound effect. <laughs> that one's pretty bad. There's also one part where Donna's looking for James and she meets Evelyn at the bar. And then it cuts to James, like, in a garage. And he, like, he's leaning against a pole. And then he, like, bounces his butt off yeah. of it. And then he falls onto the he ground. Does, he does, like, a footloose sort of it's thing. Really, it's really, like, it's, it's like, really well done. But uh -huh. it's super weird yeah. for yeah. him. And then he, like, crawls up on the ground. And then it cuts to the commercial. I was like, that was not. So I, weird. It looks like he's just, like, this tormented, like, like creature yeah. in this feral world. I, I, oh. I, It just didn't fit James at all. Oh. He honestly belongs in like a footloose type movie. He kind of, he does. Well, he's 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 got the hair. Based for off it. of James Dean, but he can't he can't uh, pout like James off Dean. Of no. James Dean. They blew it. Um, they really did. My biggest eye roll of the week. Someone who thinks he's based off of James Dean. Yeah, that's true. Uh, mine was the scene. <laughs> oh my gosh, the what's her name? The redheaded chick. Like which one? Nadine or no the the mayor's. I think she's just the, the temptress, the siren. the temptress, the siren, the temptress. Okay, this bothered me so much because they bring her over. They have this weird conversation about how she's like has heightened sexual energy that is really cringy and weird. But then the worst part, the one that made me like, ah, uh, I like was bothered so much by it was the mayor shows up with a rifle. Yeah. With a rifle, and he wants to shoot her. Uh, her. Yeah. He wants to shoot her. And then they're like, listen, why don't you just go in there with her and just talk to her? And then they close the door, and then they're like, now we wait. Cuts the and then it cuts the commercial. And then it comes back. It's the same thing. And it's the same shot. And it's like, okay, like there, there's lots to unpack here. They're but the fact that of... it's like a subtle fourth wall break was like, okay, that's that's weird. Um, <laughs> but like the the fact that they just like let the mayor in with a rifle, yeah, yeah. with the girl he's trying to kill, and like. These are all very competent policemen, and you know, yeah. like obviously nothing happens. But I'm like, this is just like this would never happen. Do this would think... never happen. This does not make sense with what their characters have been mm. doing up until this point. Do you think it's on purpose that there are two redheaded women with heightened sexual energy, like that factually? Like Doctor uh, Will Hayward the combination of broke down strength and... the strength and sexual energy of Nadine with Ed. And then they break down her as well. It's just kind of like I don't think that's There's a that's a mistake. Going on here, yeah. Somebody's got a fetish. Oh jeez. Well, um, favorite slash least favorite storyline of the week. Favorite. Least favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> My least favorite is Josie. I just I I mm -hmm. intellectually I understand what's going on. Thomas Eckhart basically used to own Josie. Josie made Andrew Packard fall in love with her so that she it could seems escape. Very, like an elementary school Packard. dilemma. Oh yeah. Like I just don't understand why she can be like, no, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna murder me? Yeah. Why well, don't? Did she kill Jonathan? They're alluding that she killed Jonathan. Her brother, right? Yeah. Her, her cousin. Pretty, oh, her cousin. Because yeah. he, he, remember the. I, I just want to remind you guys. 
I don't want to step on, you know, what's age the worst, but there was a newspaper clipping that said Asian man killed with two exclamation points. <laughs> oh and and it says that there were three bullets in his head. Asian man killed. Oh my gosh. And then that's the bullet what that matches. Kind of it's the bullets that match what what was shot with Cooper. No, there's no dignif. This man isn't dignified enough to get a name. I know it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's ridiculous. Just a, he's important enough to appear in the newspaper, uh, but not important enough. And his picture. To have a name. They're not like they could it, put that together. They're yeah. not gonna call it homicide. They're like, well. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Most dis- difficult scene to watch. I feel like McKay already said it. Yeah. Because I actually do agree. That was so cringy for I me. Think I think a lot like, of the Wyndham Earl Wyndham stuff Earl. is pretty. Wyndham yeah. Earl hopping around on top of Leo is just not my, like, cup of tea. Uh, it's not. What, when you start the show, you don't think it's going there. Yeah. When you watch the pilot for Twin Peaks, <laughs> that scene where Wyndham Earl is, like, in his pajamas, his pajamas and puts the thing playing. on Leo. You don't see that coming. No, yeah. no it's, uh, it's a little like we've drifted a little bit away from where we were trying to we've go. We've jumped the shark for sure. Oh my gosh. I, um, all of the Evelyn stuff is. Yeah, I was going to say that like when she's on the stairs. I only, I keep repeating like, Oh, yeah. yeah. And then she like, gets up and he like tries to grab her skirt or something. Why was Diane uh. Keaton like, hey, um, can I get some slow mo shots of you <laughs> blowing rings real quick? Like, just like. <laughs> Is is this how old? That is the worst. It is, I think, the most cringy because I remember the first time I watched it. I laugh now because I just love that moment so much of the why'd you do it. But this storyline could not be any more like I don't. It has nothing to do with anything else except for it's just James. Well, it's just and it it only involves James and nobody else. If you look at the beginning of season two, we see James like four times. And he's they, just involved with, like, hey, Maddie, you're hot. They knew what they were yeah. doing. Yeah. I just, like... Also, where is Donna? Every girl that James has ever kissed is, is dead. That will mess you up for a while. Um, why? That's it. You set me up! <laughs> you set me you up! You set me up! <laughs> <laughs> This is the hardest. This stuff is the hardest for me to watch because, first of all, pedophilia? Question mark. Yeah. So, pedophilia. Second of all. Or at least just creepy uh, age difference. Not her brother? They're abusive to each other? Not a brother? Not her brother? Is it her brother or not? Is There's, it Days, is it days of Heaven or is it is it but, not? Which still. Pretending that it's your brother and it being your brother. You're still What's being the difference? weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the point? Oh, gosh. That's why I feel in Days of Heaven is just like. Could Why'd you do that? Could we cut it out at any yeah. point? Could we just you could have just like, been like, oh, I misspoke. Yeah, sorry. He's like a brother, but... I do this for my own safety. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm actually nailing him. And I plan on nailing you now, so... She's gorgeous in that movie. Yeah, she is. Uh, holy cow. She's also an invasion of body snatchers. Yes. So, uh, that, I think we all agree on difficult scene. What's age the best? Oh, good lord. Well, oh. it didn't age well that we didn't get any more Denise Bryson, one of my favorite characters from Twin Peaks. Mm. back but um that's uh, i think i think cooper sheriff truman and, and albert. albert's relationships age yeah like wine yeah yeah they're like incredible these, these actors can't help but be charming. male to male relationships if you know okay. what i mean yeah if friendship about that yeah um <laughs> I remember first meeting albert and i was i actually like didn't really like him but like it very quickly he grows, he grows on you. On you. Yeah, he grows on you, and then he also becomes incredibly endearing. Yeah, he's yeah. a hero. As soon as him and Truman become like buds, you're just kind of like, I can't not like this guy. I There's can't not like this guy. Like, I try to look at the world with love. Yeah, yeah. So I stand with Gandhi. Yes, that's one of my favorite scenes. And in this episode, I think it was the second episode when he's like kind of interrogating when Cooper and Truman are kind of interrogating like Shelley and. And Bob. Oh, Bobby's great in that scene. And he, the same time as like, uh, as Albert walks in, he's like, "Get a life, buddy." <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta say too, like if I was, if I was like shooting these episodes and yeah. I got to have these actors on scene and I got to have them do these yeah. kind mm-hmm. of dialogues and stuff, I'd be like, "We're in good hands." Like I'd feel fine. I'd be like, "These guys, yeah. how, how did you guys together somehow?" How did you guys feel about the police officer going J A G W? Oh, a car. <laughs> 
That McKay looks like he's he just well, ate really bad no, food, just, really bad oh, meat, just, really just, bad meat. I just took a heaping bite of meat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that that happens, and then the, when they walk out, and then there's the three yeah, like point. police officers right behind him, and then it's there's bizarre. the part, and then the sailors, <laughs> the part at the bar where they're like, he's like he's like walking in. I and they're like, excuse me. And they're all like, hi, Frank. Yeah. Like, oh all God. at the same time. I'm like, oh. also, the bartender's like, do you need anything? And then comes around the bar and is like, are you sure? Ew, he's like right in her ear. He's like, are you sure? Just yeah. Also, what's the music they're playing there? Another note, too. The fact that what I consider, and I think most, like all of us, in at least some regard, consider this to be the greatest TV show ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that it can be this bad at some point. You know, or have yeah. scenes that don't work, or storylines yeah. that don't and work, still be fantastic. Be totally, it's totally forgivable because of how good it is. But that's it's why cool. Why that's, yeah. that's why even these episodes are. I like watching them because it's like yeah. this is so bad, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Because even when it <laughs> still makes me happy. Oh, yeah, totally. Gosh. What's aged the bet or worst? Asian uh, man did. Oh, we just did this. Confederate flag. Yeah. yeah the Confederate. Oh. The South. Having the Ben Horn win the Civil War as General Lee. Uh, it's just I need someone to walk me through that. I'm, I'm willing to be open-minded and just like be cool with whatever because I really admire. I guess these. he's supposed to be despicable or something, you know. But but the fact he's kind of on a redemption arc. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah that the fact that this is his redemption arc. Yeah, it's weird. Stu- uh, it's gross. Well, just I to see how you guys felt about the uh, that last scene where he like kind of comes out of it, you know, and they're like doing all that whole like acting thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how you guys felt about that. If that was cringe to you, or yeah, it was kind of cringe. Well, I was lost. I was gone already. I didn't care. I I, I thought that they laughed too long with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just like, like the, Stop the it. Austin Powers like Stop. evil laughing yes. going a little too like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ben! Yeah. It turns into like a sitcom. Uh, yeah, I hate that Audrey has to be part of that storyline. Mm. Although I did like having, she did look dang good in in the dress so though. She did. She looked That's great. What I was gonna say for what age best was her costume. I, I, I would probably agree. Okay, the Bur- Bernie Renault Heat Check Award. Um, like Albert and Pete, I feel like. Albert Pete, I would also... I, and I'm not saying... Because the Bernie Renault, the award, it doesn't have to be for something good. It's just you have a small amount of screen time mm. and you're going for it. Mm-hmm. I think it can only go to Windham Oh, Okay, but... He, every scene he's in, he's like pulling his ACL. He's going <laughs> all out. He's, he, he's, he's not passing the ball to anyone. No one, I feel like, told him like... Right. But what to do. I don't think he saw the show before this. He doesn't have... Like, he's, he's got a, quite a bit of screen time, though. So that's true. He does in the second episode. He does especially. Yeah. I feel like he watched maybe the last couple episodes before he's brought in. So he just saw Ray Wise as Bob, uh, and he's like, "Okay, cool. The doors like, are open." I would not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sick. Like, I'm gonna do some weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna be really wild. That's what I'm feeling like. I feel like if I if this were my job, I was getting paid to make Twin Peaks. I, I'm I, it's, I'm I'm in charge of the show getting good ratings. I would look at like what had been done and been like. What the this hell works. was that? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do that. What the yeah. hell was that? Yeah. And then I'd have to do it, and I'd be like, I guess, I guess maybe? I don't know. Yeah. And I would have a, such a hard time getting to the end of, like, a day of shooting and be like, I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it. We got it. I think that was good. We oh, got my gosh. Um, <laughs> I have someone I'd like to nominate this award Go. for. Uh, Caroline. Who makes a brief overlay appearance. Yeah, she's going for it. She's really going for it. She's laying on that charm. That was so unnecessary. It was so bizarre. There were a lot of double exposure shots throughout this episode. Because even when even when Evelyn Marsh is laying on her brother, quote unquote, yeah. question mark, no, was they like, overlay her at the like funeral and the then back. Episode. I was just like, this is... That's when that part stopped working for me. Mm-hmm. It feels like when students try to make something that they call like Lynchian. Yeah. And this yeah. is a better example. You, you, at least Mark Frost is yeah. involved in this. But mm. when students are like, "Yeah, I was really inspired by David Lynch, so I made this horseshit thing." Yeah, it's like, don't also do McKay. This to yourself. Uh, we brought this up last time, but the guy, the vagrant who's dead, who's pointing to the check, uh, the the place where the yeah, chess. Uh, mm. That's Kyle McLaughlin's brother. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. If you look closely, it's like, oh, totally. That it looks so just funny. like him. All right. 
Um, favorite scene. We're going to go to Kenna with this one first. Ooh. Let me see what I wrote down. I, so I don't know, probably unpopular opinion, but I thought that Bobby did so, like, usually Bobby really annoys me, but I really liked his character in the second episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing the bugle. As he's always been, but I think he did a better job for whatever reason. I really liked him. Yeah. That scene was really good, um, where they're, like, being interrogated. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. really funny during that part. I actually, I remember the first time watching that and being like, "Oh, he's funny. Like he's he has like good yeah. comic timing." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like I know it's like really lame to choose that. No, I think that's fine. I actually really liked that scene, and I liked. Uh, I think of the other one. Yeah, I, I asked you guys that about like the whole last scene with um. Where, where like Audrey was dressed up, up. They're, they're all dressed up, because I kind of thought it was funny. I kind of liked it. Um, I was glad that it was over. I'm glad like that whole thing's over. I I agree that it's funny. I especially uh. It's a good way to end that. What's uh Jerry Horn is really good in those scenes. He's really yes. funny. I agree. I'm, just, I'm happy with him in a scene. Yeah. I think he's funny. So, unpopular opinions, but I'm glad it went first. All right, McKay. Um, and this is also kind of probably a weird one to choose, but I think out of the two episodes, the scene I liked the most was the scene where, um, you have, uh, oh my gosh, I'm pulling a blank here. What are their names? Um, that's what the show's becoming. There's so many extra characters now. I know, but they're not, okay, okay, it's, we can help you out. Um, it's Ed and Norma, Norma and uh, laying in bed. Oh yeah, and she comes into the bed. Like yeah, like it's it's nothing. I completely earth- forgot that that, that even happened. It's so nothing earth shattering, but just like the image of the three of them in the bed, and they're all under the covers, and Ed and Normal just look so uncomfortable. Yeah, it feels actually smart. Yeah, it it's like, like it does feel smart. It's like and funny, they're able to carry it well without right. breaking it. It's like funny, but it's also like slightly like unnerving yeah. almost, and. I, I feel like out of the two episodes, like that's the that's the image that sticks out the most to me mm-hmm. is like the three of them in the bed. Like as soon as I started watching these episodes, I'm like, oh wait, it's it's that it's where that happens. Like that's, for whatever reason, yeah, that's the image that stays with like me. A plot line that is being handled semi well. Yeah, like it's at least kind of fun. The three yeah, of them. I, I think agree. It's like a dynamic that was set up in a way where you couldn't really blow it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as I say that that is revolving around a girl who gets super strength and thinks that she's in high school. <laughs> and that's why it, that's the, better, the stuff that's the better plot line. Wendy Roby right. could act circles around anyone. That's yeah. the thing. Is that, yeah, yeah. Meryl Streep who? Yeah. My favorite scene is not even close to anything else. <laughs> Why'd you do it? Uh, <laughs> Why'd you do it? I actually, the entire time I was watching these two episodes, was looking forward to that to final that Evelyn Marsh scene. I agree. That's I'm picking the same one. It's mm. brilliant in how bad it is, and in retrospect, it's like I look forward to that storyline. It's actually some of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> It's seen. unintentionally hilarious. Yeah. It's unintentionally brilliant. Oh, my gosh. It's... Her coaching herself, he went crazy. I had to shoot him. <laughs> and then Donna breaking in later? Uh, it's all insane. Uh, I forgot about that. Donna's involvement in that storyline is just like, the writers are like, we don't know what to do with her either. We don't know what to do with anyone. We're sorry. I Donna honestly, had I no honestly feel like if I had no, to make these episodes, the I don't house. know what I would have done. I know. I think I would have probably done the same thing. I think I would have gone into like, you know how like some TV shows will like, have like five or six episodes like where it's just like you know normal stuff I would have put everyone on like a pirate island or something no 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 listen listen you know how you like you'll have everything going on and then you have one episode that's like a bottle episode it's only it's only about one character Mm -hmm. little Nikki Mm -hmm. (laughs) alright Brad favorite scene that's you you go with me same thing yeah it's the only thing I look forward to in these episodes is this moment and one other moment yeah it's coming up soon who won the episode Pete alright guys episodes oh yeah he can't fit. He's, he's never been He can do no wrong. He, he literally can do no wrong. Yep. I love Albert. I love Pete. Even when Pete's character is being thrown out the window by him being involved in all of this, it all feels Pete, odd. Audrey, 
Cooper, Albert are never boring on scene. I gotta yeah. say, yeah, and they're these like episodes the suffer from a ones. serious lack mm-hmm. of Cooper, um, like actual Cooper. Yeah, yeah, the Cooper we know and love. I, do you like how they're like, uh, all charges have been lifted against, lifted against me, that but I'm still suspended. And you're yeah. like, how? Yeah, all yeah. charges were lifted it's like, from it's you. Like Conan O'Brien not being allowed to have another talk show for like I seven know. months after I know getting pushed out. That's another sad thing. Um, so do we all agree, Pete and Albert? Or at least yeah. Pete. I'll take it. Yeah. Rate the episode. Brad, we're oh. starting with you. I don't Episodes. know. There's again, there's some gold in here that I wouldn't trade all of the all of the rubies in the ocean <laughs> for some of these. You moments. wouldn't trade all of the little all Nikki's the, for the Evelyn Marshes. All of the nickels in grandma's purses I wouldn't trade yep. for some of these moments. But uh it also just feels bad. At the same time, I don't yeah. know. I kind of love them now a little bit, but yeah, they're there are they're on the lowest end of the spectrum, I think. For I gotta say, they are a little bit more fun than the last two episodes. Yeah. So I'll go. These are like fours across the board. Yeah, for me. that makes sense. Yeah. All right, for me, first one's a four. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's not enough to make me really enjoy it and want to revisit it. No. However. The second episode, Diane Keaton came in, and I was like, "I'm going, I'm swinging mm-hmm. on this." It's interesting because the material does not match and, at and all what she's trying to do. So lazy and so stupid. Anyways, yeah. this mm. does feel a little bit lazy and stupid, but it also feels pretty wild and like a risk. This is the most popular show on television. Yep, and they did this shit. That's insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Actually, I think uh, it's it's Diane Keaton thinks this is the episode where we find out who killed Laura Palmer and how she directed it. But it's really the episode in which Evelyn Marsh dies. And so I think the first one's a four and the second one's a six just because I love to see the swings. I love to see like the, just like I'm going for all of it. Okay. She was like Wyndham Earl directing. I need three sailors, men in leather jackets at the bar. Mm-hmm. I need the cop to spell out Jaguar incorrectly, then write a car, and then two other cops to come from another room and walk behind him. Do that now. Reach for the skirts. <laughs> I need a hole in that table so I can see Josie and Truman holding hands, and then Cooper walk away. I need Cooper and Pete to have an awkward scene where Cooper has to grab what Pete's carrying through the door. Mm-hmm. I need giant pieces of chest for our camera to go through. Okay. Okay, what do you rate it? Uh, first episode, double play. That's right, double play double, and slaves and masters. Double play and slaves and masters. Uh, I had to look that one up. First episode three, slaves and masters four. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of either of these episodes. I might uh, be agreeing with you. It, it, I enjoyed the the second one that we watched a little bit more, uh, slaves and masters, but they're. They're both kind of stinkers. We haven't made our way out of the hole yet, so no, I'm not giving them anything. I think I think these two episodes, I think these lot, these four episodes, last two and these two, are like the bottom of the pit. Yeah. Also, Brad and I watched all these episodes in one day, pretty much, and it was we didn't know that was gonna suck. It's strange. Yeah, it's like torture a little bit. It's like I almost felt like I lost my mind. We originally began so excited to watch tons of Twin Peaks on Labor Day, and then it turned into we gotta get through this. Kenna. How many episodes did you guys watch? Like four or five. It was insane. No, it was like seven. Yeah. It was all day. All right, Kenna, what do you rate? I think I would agree with McKay. Probably a three and then a four. Because I did, yeah, I did like the second episode, actually. Maybe I would do like a three and a five. Because I think it was fine. Like, honestly, I'm not that hard to please right now. <laughs> you just want more Coop. <laughs> no, I did want more Coop. But, but we, we got, got Pete in the second. So. Yeah, it's true. We got tons of Pete, and he's the chess master, which fits him. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, I thank you all for coming. Any last words you guys want to say about this? What about next week? All four of us will be here next week, which will be fun. Yeah. All four of us together again for gets, the, the continuing time. Back in it the gets saddle. Better. It does get better. Um, I Yeah, it gets better. Also, Kyle Massey. Yeah, uh, rest in peace to Kyle Massey and uh, Jared Bell, which is Drake Bell's real name, apparently. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh. What did he do, child endangerment wise? He sent uh, 
illicit texts to minor, which is exactly what Kyle Ma- Kyle Massey did. Thirteen year old girl. Why do they call it child endangerment then? That sounds like he put them he, on a roller coaster without strapping them in. Yeah, it sounds like that sounds he, like he, he like, like he gave off. them fireworks. It, or no, it, I was gonna say it sounded like he had a concert lit off firecrackers. That's what them. I thought. It was like something like that. Like he was like, oh, I think he has good lawyers. I was like, instead know, of really. like you know, child uh, like sex abuse Why claims, it's like child endangerment. And just stop it. I mean, I think uh, being on Corey in the house, Drake and Josh really. You're riding high, right? Yeah, you've got fame yeah. to deal with at that point. Yeah. I mean. Uh, hey, do you don't forget that that's the. Uh, we, I mean, Tyler the Creator's new album.